Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. For several decades, I've been a fan of today's Song of the Soul guests, Lou and Peter Berryman. With their trademark off-kilter humor and their accordion music, they've entertained numerous audiences and likely caused them to scratch their heads and say, wait a minute, does that mean their songs are all over the country, including their amazing chat with your mother and its line, I can't control how you young people talk with one another, but I don't want to hear you use that F word with your mother. Several of their songs are in the awesome group singing book, Rise Up Singing, but hundreds more are in their 300-plus page, Lou and Peter's Big Songbook. Before we start, I'll mention that we've got production help today from Andrew Jansen, and that you'll find excellent bonus excerpts not included in this broadcast on the northernspiritradio.org website. Now, let's head to Madison, Wisconsin, for an amazing visit with Lou and Peter Berryman. Peter, thank you so much for joining me today for Song of the Soul. My pleasure. It's good to be here. And Lou, I understand you have a bit of a cold, and still you're willing to join us. <laughs> Actually, I'm getting over the cold, but I still sound like I'm going to die, but so far, so good. So it's really great to have both of you here. I did try and contact you a few years ago, but I lost track of that thread. And so fortunately, uh, we have Stuart Stotts, a mutual friend now, who helped make sure we connected up. So I'm sending thanks out to Stuart first. I am too. Stuart and I often get together and have coffee and solve all the problems of the world. He's a fascinating guy and a great help. Yeah, he is. And I just talked to him very recently, and I hadn't known too much about him. Of course, I've known you for many, many, many years, and we've actually met in person, although you didn't know that, perhaps, at this point. When was that? It was somewhere between, I think, 25, maybe 30 years ago. You came up to Eau Claire, I think it was January. What I recall was you were going to be doing a concert, I think it was at the Breadline. Yeah. There was a big snow dumping that weekend, and six of us showed up for your performance <laughs> when you had come all the way from Madison and through the snow. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like our usual. Not the last our time usual. that that happened either. <laughs> All right, our usual audience. No, that's not true. Well, how about that? Well, hello again. <laughs> hello. <laughs> and thanks for coming. <laughs> and there were so few people there that you considered, well, should we do it or not? But we, I guess we drove the three hours from Madison up to Eau Claire. We might as well do it if you folks want to stay for it. Oh, yeah. So we had it, including a performance of Naked and Nude. Oh, sure. First time I heard that. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, we've performed for two people, for three people. Yeah, one, people one that, would uh, show up, we'd play. Usually yeah. figuring that if they made the effort, we could do it too. 
I was thankful you did. And of course, your music has been part of my life for a long, long time in another way, too. In Rise Up Singing, we've got one of the great favorites, Chat With Your Mother. Oh, yeah. And there's another person who's at our monthly song circle who's regularly brings songs of yours, like the February March, we sing that and other things. Uh Uh-huh. That's fun to sing. Well, if you can sing the second part fast enough, so yeah, you, you know it's a challenge. <laughs> that's why that's why I make Lou do it. <laughs> <laughs> you two have done so much music. I think there's eighteen recordings worth out there. Thirteen of them on CDs, and then five of LPs in the past that you've brought over to the CD medium. What year did you put out your first song? 1980, we recorded our first album, but we really started playing a a lot out. We usually count the beginning of our duo about 1977. Although we've met in high school, and we did have a little jug band in 1964, and I wrote a few songs back then, but we didn't really start writing seriously. Well, some people say we don't write seriously, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) we... Full-time, I should say. We didn't start writing full-time until the late 70s. I think we were very much influenced by the fact that we had a a weekly gig here in Madison, once or even twice a week at the same tavern for almost 10 years. We had sort of a changing audience, but so many of our audience was return business that we always wanted to keep their interest by constantly writing new songs. So Peter developed this real workmanly habit of writing, and to this day, you can find him doodling couplets. (laughs) Yeah, it was really a help to have that kind of pressure, in a way, to come out with new songs every week. And, of course, we have hundreds of songs that are not recorded. Some of them aren't too bad, and some of them are just atrocious, you know, but, but we have lots of them and particularly ones that we did back in the early... In the early days of the late 70s, say, I was writing the melodies and the lyrics, and our first LP was pretty much my melodies. And you can almost tell when we discovered that Lou was much better at writing interesting melodies that uh, <laughs> that, uh, that I, I stopped doing that for sure, and I think the songs got more interesting because of that. Have you been accordion and guitar all along? Is, is accordion your first instrument, Lou? It is now. It wasn't at the time. Actually, I started playing the accordion about six months before we started playing together as a duo because at that time we were playing with two other guys and had a little jug band. Like I could play banjo and guitar, but I pretty much wanted to learn something new to put with our band. And so I just picked up an accordion just to see what it was like, and I fell in love with it. I, I had absolutely. just written a polka. Yeah, right. I was, And I had been inspired. I grew up in Wisconsin, and in our various travels, I've run into some wonderful accordion players, and I thought it would be fun. Actually, I thought it would be funny that to just pick it up at one point during the show, but I picked it up and never put it down, basically. <laughs> well, let's get going right into your music. We've got a lot of nice selections that you're going to share today. What's the first one? Double Yodel is one of our earlier songs. It's just a goofy song, and it's probably one of our more popular songs, and it's also, a lot of people perform it, a lot of people have done it, and we get people send us tapes of their kids doing this song and so forth. (laughs) Oddly enough, it's one of our most difficult songs to sing, so... (laughs) Well, oddly, yes, and oddly enough, people tend to learn our more difficult songs. They don't learn the easy ones. But anyway, Double Yodel is probably a good start. 
and I believe it was written in 95, recorded then and re-recorded, I think, in 2004. This is Double Yodel by Lou and Peter Berryman. I was once a lonesome cowboy, ask my cattle. I was once a cowgirl in complete and blue. Tell the roundup when we came to share a saddle. Now we do all of the things that sidekicks do. Plus, not only does romancing go with dancing On the chaparral without a chaperone But additionally, it seems to be enhancing All the thousand things we used to do alone Like when I sneeze, I have a guy to say time. Changing a fuse, I found a gal to hold the flashlight Out of all these, the one that made my pleasure total is it I found a hard pal to help me yodel? Yodel a day, 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 after I sing a line of bass, I sing falsetto. Yodel a day, yo yodel a day, we yodel along the trail all day. Yodel a day, yodel a day, in an easy double vocal yodel way. Yodel, yodel, Lucky we are to have each other for assistance. Phone the locals hear us yodel in the distance. And when they say that yokel's vocal cords are supple, they'd be surprised to find that yokel is a couple. Yodel a day, yodel a day, we yodel along the trail all day. Yodel a day, yodel a day, in an easy double vocal yodel way. In an easy double vocal yodel way. For Song of the Soul, today we have Lou and Peter Berryman here. That was title track of their album, Double Yodel, back in 1995. I did wonder, I, I've never tried actually to yodel, although I think Bill Staines did a song where he had some kind of yodel in there and I was tempted to try it. But can either of you do the yodels by yourself? I can fake it. I mean, I can sort of yodel. <laughs> yeah, we can both fake it pretty good, but <laughs> Peter wrote the song after I really tried to yodel. I bought the tapes and I was painting my house that summer and I sang along with the tapes and tried yodeling for months and uh Never did work, so Peter wrote that song, and now I can yodel with Peter. Yeah, right. And I was curious why you chose that one for your Song of the Soul. Is it because it is so popular? It's kind of an easy example of, uh, I think some of our songs are obviously more personal, but this is kind of an an easy song to get, to understand, because it's pretty simple. Also, one thing that I wanted to mention earlier, when, when Lou said when she picked up the accordion, she thought it would be funny just to use it for a song. We are both very much into humor, as you might. <laughs> oh, I might have noticed that. Might have. You know, I'm very serious about humor. I mean, I think humor is, 
I was just talking to my mom. She's 94 years old, and she's still sharp as a tack. She's living in an assisted living place. Just about a week ago, she had a pretty bad bronchitis, and they didn't know if she was going to make it through the night. I was talking to her, and she was telling jokes. And I would say that that kind of humor is, to me, is as spiritual as anything else is. And so we consider even our funny songs to be potentially uplifting. I do know that we make each other laugh all the time when we're practicing. You'd think we were watching a Marx Brothers movie, you know. (laughs) I mean, people have talked so much about the beneficial aspects of humor and laughter is good for the soul. And I totally believe that. And our audience corroborates that every time people leave and tell us how much better they feel at the end of a concert whether it has something to do with what we tell them or sing to them or just the fact that they let loose with some good belly laughs, they feel better. And community is good for the soul, I really think. And that's why Double Yodel is very interesting. I mean, two of you can do what one of you alone couldn't have done. Yeah, right. Good point. Good, exactly good right. Point. Very deep. Very deep. <laughs> very, very good point. <laughs> have you ever made an audience cry with one of your songs? Oh, with yeah. all of them. <laughs> and I don't mean by performing it badly. Okay. Sure. We, we definitely, we, I can see that. And we have songs where they're laughing and crying. And I think one of them is on this list of songs we will ask you to play for us today. It starts evoking and touching. The song Red Kimono, I think, is the one Lewis thinking of. Right. Some performers and songwriters will perform a serious song, then a funny song, then a serious song, then a funny song. But we like to lump it together within each song to a certain extent, just like a conversation. You know, you can be talking about the most heavy topic in the world, and somebody makes a joke, and you laugh, and then you go back into talk. It's just like the conversation we're having right now, where there's, there's humor sprinkled in and there's serious stuff sprinkled in. I think that that makes the serious stuff more serious and the funny stuff funnier. And you'll sort of hear that in this Red Kimono song. And I think this would be a good time to play that song for everybody. I will honor your request. This is Red Kimono by Lou and Peter Berryman. It's from their 1998 recording, Love is the Weirdest. With sun on the Aspidistra, with news on the Motorola, I picked up my red kimono from the chair. With breakfast a little nearer, I gazed in the bureau mirror, anxious as to who I'd see there. It could have been Oprah, could have been Elvis, could have been Ava Gabor, could have been Kerouac, could have been Balzac or Mr. Kashudak next door. It could have been Billy, my cousin in Philly, or Willie, or Willie, or Robert E. Lee, the Mona Lisa, or Mother Teresa, but it happened to be me. I went down to feed the budgie and plug in the Mr. Coffee and fumble inconsequently with my hair. Peeling an avocado, I peeked out the kitchen window, anxious as to what I'd see there. It could have been Cleveland, it could have been Sweden, it could have been Mercury or Spain, could have been Burnaby, British Columbia, could have been Muncie or Maine, the Mall of America or Buenaventura or Montevideo Boulevard. Could have been Omaha, could have been Panama, but it looked like our yard. We're standing among the clover, 
was watching the sun go over like a blur With wonder and admiration I gaze at the situation Perplexed at how lucky we were We could have been isotopes We could have been cantaloupes We could have been hadrecks or dice We could have been semaphores We could have been dinosaurs We could have been cough drops or lice We could have been roadmaps A bucket of mousetraps A couple of big shoes on a bus We could have been dipsticks Or lavender lipsticks But we happen to be us That night I had nightmares My life was remade And the universe all rearranged In the morning I gingerly opened my eyes Afraid that the world may have changed I rose from my hibernation To check out the situation And soon my exhilaration Filled the air With sun on the Aspidistra With news on the Motorola I picked up my red kimono From the chair One of the places on the web where you'll find Lou and Peter Berryman is louandpeter.com. The link, of course, is on Northern Spirit Radio, together with links for all of our guests from Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action. That song, Red Kimono, from Love is the Weirdest, back in 1998. So, in other words, that song is about 20 years ago it's recorded. Say some more about the background of that song. I see the depth in it. And I think there's some historical or experiential things that would enlighten me further. One thing that I remember years ago, I mean, back, you know, in 1960 or something, I I asked my brother Jeff, who's a year and a half older than I am, what was the scariest thing he could think of happening to him? And he said he thought it was if he would wake up in the morning and look out the window and everything would be different. And I thought, well... You're not going to be a touring musician, <laughs> but but not really. But that thought stayed with me and kind of triggered the beginnings of thinking about this song and the idea that just looking out the window and seeing what you saw yesterday is enough to trigger gratitude that Trump hasn't dropped the bomb or something. But I mean, it's just that gratitude doesn't have to come with something like winning the lottery or something new in your life that's amazing or profound or whatever. But it's more uh, useful to base it on what you already have, what's already there. And the idea of being grateful for what you have is very profound and something very comforting to me personally. Right. And, of course, the humor comes in when you think, well, what could possibly be different? What would that be like? You know, I tend to write in the morning as kind of my free association time. So with a song like this, and it's all very visual, I just sort of sit there and let my mind drift out the window and down the street and look around, and it can get kind of surreal at times. Well, let's keep going with another song and dive into some more. There's so many resources, again, on com, and you're getting to hear some of them today for Song of the Soul. What's next? Well, Why don't we play I Don't Get It? Next? That's what I was going to say. Wow. This is one that... <laughs> you can tell we've been making set lists together for 40 years. <laughs> this is a fairly, a fairly recent song, and uh, I got the idea for this song. As a matter of fact, my wife, Christy, 
she was working at the UW vet school, and her boss, <laughs> there was an eclipse coming up. And he said to her, well, what is this? I don't understand this eclipse. What exactly is going on? And she tried to explain it to him, and he said, well, I don't get it, and I don't like it. <laughs> and, and I thought that was a great phrase. So years later, I end up using that in a song, and it's a song about getting older. We find that more and more of our songs are about aging, and this song is, I always dedicate to Lou's father, who died a few years ago, but he was an old geezer who, he was a wonderful guy, and he used, he was a curmudgeon, but he was climbing up apple trees with chainsaw running while he was in his 90s. He was quite something. <laughs> And so this is kind of what he was like, and that's where I got the idea. I Don't Get It by Lou and Peter Berryman. My name's old Joe Blow, and I live down the street. And I'm here to tell you old age is no treat. It has its advantages, I have no doubt. And things could be worse, as I'll probably find out. But I don't get it, and I don't like it. And I'm not gonna go with a smile I don't get it And I don't like it And you can put that in my profile I'm called a curmudgeon But that isn't so I help all my neighbors With shoveling snow I do it to prove That we all get along Besides that they're all of them doing it wrong And I don't get it, and I don't like it Oh, I'd be the first to admit That I don't get it, and I don't like it And you can put that in my obit There's five different spectacles I carry now So why can't they make them that focus somehow? Those big foot long subs I won't order again I have to change glasses at six inches in And I don't get it, and I don't like it And I doubt I'm entirely alone But I don't get it, and I don't like it And you can put that on my tombstone I said to the judge, it's a prissy old town We own our front porch and there's no one around My darling plays banjo at night while I dance Do you mean to tell me I have to wear pants? Well, I don't get it, and I don't like it It's not like I march down the street But I don't get it, and I don't like it and you can put that on my rap sheet The city pays experts a great wad of dough To figure where speed bumps and stoplights should go They hike up our taxes to pay the big fee When all it would have taken was a phone call to me And I don't get it, and I don't like it Well now sometimes they treat you like dirt but I don't get it, and I don't like it, and you can put that on my T-shirt.
Bad music will kill me, the crap never stops. Bad music in malls and bad music in shops. I'm doomed either way, calls from what I hear tell. There's harps up in heaven, accordions in hell. And I don't get it, and I don't like it. Just toss these old bones in a bag. Cause I don't get it, and I don't like it. And you can put that on my toe tag. On that song, I don't get it. Peter Berryman, you do a wonderful curmudgeon. Your voice has well, got the thank ten- you. Oh man, you've achieved the big time. Thank you. Well, I've been working at it for seventy-one years. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've arrived. <laughs> it's pretty wonderful, yes. And folks, I would mention that if you go to Lou and Peter's site called lewandpeter.com, you've got all kinds of music from Lou and Peter Berryman, and you also can access the book of their music, some short of 400 pages songbook. That's that's immense. Do people use it to fight off attackers or what? <laughs> They do. As a matter of fact, they sing songs in it to <laughs> fight off attackers. <laughs> People run screaming. Um, How many songs in it? 225 or something, I think. Something but, like that. Um, um, and that's as of our last album, which came out three years ago, I guess. Folks, Lou and Peter Berryman, their website is louandpeter.com. They're in Madison, Wisconsin, have been producing wealth of music for 40 years together now, and the world is richer for it. And if you want to sing some of them, you might want to get their songbook, which includes over 200 of their songs, and you get Rise Up Singing. And uh, did you get some songs also in Rise Again? I don't recall looking through that. Yeah, there's some in there. There's a wonderful collection. A number of songs wonderful for group singing. And folks, this is Song of the Soul, a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web, northernspiritradio.org, with 13 and a half years of our programs for free listening and download. And we've got links to folks, so if you can't remember how to spell lewandpeter.com, and I'd be pretty amazed if you couldn't, you can come by northernspiritradio.org and find them. There's a place to post comments. We love it when you post comments on our programs and uh, we also have a donate button that you can use that's how this full-time work is supported not by corporations and not by government but because you the listeners want it to keep on going lou and peter berryman are here and you're down in madison and the big station i think of there is w-o-r-t although there's w-m-u-u which is a low power fm station and w-i-e-d they carry these programs, too, down in Madison. But Wart's been a powerhouse for years. How many times have you been on Wart? <laughs> oh, countless. I mean, we used to do better. A year for 40 years, right? We were actually singularly responsible for them banning drinking and smoking in the studio. <laughs> that was years and years ago. I think that was... Before we cleaned up I mean, our act. Since we both stopped drinking and smoking, I think you <laughs> It's at least 30, 40 years ago. <laughs> wow. We used to participate in benefits for work before they were even on the air. I mean, it's a yeah. wonderful resource in Madison, just, just fantastic. 
they're good at everything at publicizing our stuff we listen to it all the time and you know radio in general internet radio and over-the-air radio I have to say has just I don't think we could have done this without the support of the internet and, the, and, and radio obviously you did do it because the, well the internet wasn't around back when you started out in 77 or whatever no, no it certainly was <laughs> they were doing tin can telephones when we started um, <laughs> But radio, all around the country, our best and most loyal audiences are where there are good radio stations, San Francisco and... You mean radio stations that play our music? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> stations that play our music, yes. Which tend to be the community radio stations as opposed to the commercial or even public radio. They don't get you in probably quite as much as would be good for the world. No, well, they don't, but they... That time goes by. The pressure on public radio has been to make money, unfortunately. And if you hadn't noticed by now, the kind of music we play doesn't really bring in the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but years ago, I mean, public radio was great for us, you know, and they still are, yes. just not quite so much. There still are. There still are stations around the country that are in communities where there isn't any other listener-sponsored radio station, and the public radio station is the one that plays a diverse set of music. Well, let's do our part to make sure. That, you know, this does go out to stations all over the United States. Uh, Song of Souls carried in, I don't know, some 15, 18 states across the U.S. I want to make sure that our listeners support them first, before Northern Spirit Radio. They're just so crucial in terms of getting out the riches like Lou and Peter Berryman. And we're fortunate to have them here today for Song of the Soul. And right away, I would like another song, if you're willing. Why don't we do okay. uh, Artiste Interrupted, Lou? How's that sound? Sounds great. I sang I Don't Get It, and Lou <laughs> sings this one. One thing that I enjoy fooling around with with songwriting, I love interruptions in the middle of songs and disruptions of any kind. This uses that. It's called Artiste Interrupted or Attention Deficit Artiste, and it's an artist who just can't decide on what medium to use, has trouble making decisions, and keeps interrupting herself and so forth. So that's what this is about. And it's a song that's personal to both of our lives since we're both frustrated visual artists who happen to make a living right. making music. <laughs> well, folks, Artiste Interrupted coming to you today from Song of the Soul, performed by Lou and Peter Berryman. I've started so many, there's paintings I've seen, I'll sketch on the, on the back of an number of doodles to let or the outline or thought of a or a theme in the car, but I haven't got any, you know, nothing's fit, nothing really complete. I got pages of, and I've been through whole, well, schools of impression, you know, realism got a something bizarre. But it's all in my, I can't come to it, I can't settle on, oh yes, acrylic is chic, because oil is passive, but I really like oil, because oil is then there's Photoshop, though, and my Rembrandt, or Kiaros, or Vermeer, or Klimt, or Modigli, Matisse, or Abstract. Is it Mad Magazine? Is it R. Crumb, or Disney? Is Disney the key? But then how about Van Gogh? There's not, I can't fit, it's my mind, there's decisions I can't make, you know, so it's here I sit. Man, it's like, what? It's in there. 
My momentum is, oh, if I ever got, well, I could, or maybe not. So what am I do? Is there something the matter? I can't finish. I can't fit. I can't read. Oh, my God. I tried reading. It's what did I do? This is, I'm in, oh, it's my focus is shot. You know, what was I? Oh, then it's maybe ceramics or what, or concrete or silkscreen. You know, am I craft fairs or gallery, flea market, eBay, or what demographic? Did I just say that? Is it wearable art, like design, you know, beading, or retro, like macro, like tie-dye, or sandcast, or leather work? No, not leather, but vinyl, a vinyl, to shiki, or a hat. So I go through this morning, you know, noon and admin for week after week and for year at my god and it's sometime I gotta it's break time, it's crazy. Come on, take a take it easy, you know, slow. So I lie on the oh what's on channel 15? Oh no three, it's oh well it's twin or it's two, I can't stand it. I'll go for a walk or a drive when my bike is anyway, where would I go? So I put on my sh- now that shirt is faded, I think, oh, but what's wrong with faded? It's fine, my jeans are, well, nothing to, they're all I own. So I made it to sit, but then back to the shirt. I think first I should eat food or something I usually, cereal, cherry, or shrimp, or a sandwich, a sandwich, like a tuna, or then, or some sherbet, there's one thing I finish, and that is dessert. That's from an album called The Universe, 14 Examples, by Lou and Peter Berryman. It's called Artiste Interrupted. I was thinking that that would be a particularly hard song to do because because you are interrupting. And that how, how challenging is that, Lou? Like, impossible. It was, it was the one song that almost did me in. Peter would come over to work on practicing that song, and I would be in tears. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. really, I mean, it's old enough now that I can do it without breaking down. <laughs> but it took a long time. It's a wonderful vehicle to really get your acting chops going. It's a lot of fun to sing. And I'm glad you end with that last line, you know, the only thing I finish is dessert. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> The common denominator. Right? It is. It's the it brings the world together. Love and dessert. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I mean, are they different? I don't know. But anyway. Um. <laughs> well, actually, I'm sure you've observed this. The word stressed backwards is desserts. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Write no, it down. Check it out. That. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I have a feeling there's a song coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wrote that down. It's one of my scraps of paper now. One one thing that that song that that does point out though, sometimes the hardest part for me of songwriting is what a novelist friend of mine calls the payoff, which is like the the last line. And some songs don't really need a payoff, but others I feel do need a payoff. I have actually written songs. I've gotten the payoff idea which isn't necessarily a punchline, but it's something that ties the whole song together. And I've actually written songs based on a a payoff idea I had. So you sort of start at the end of the song and write backwards toward the beginning. But I thought if you were wanting to do another song right now, that we have a song called Why Am I Painting the Living Room that we wrote quite a while ago, and it has a payoff line at the end that's pretty important to the song. 
Well, I'm all for it, and it is from the recording What Again, both in 1988 and 1993, Why Am I Painting the Living Room by Lou and Peter Berryman. Holes in the ozone the size of Brazil Barges of trash in the chewable breeze Pools of industrial wasteland pate Sulfur dioxide dissolving the trees Pretty soon it will all end with a boom Why am I painting the living room? I have the whole day off Cause it's a Saturday There is a bluegrass band Somewhere along the bay Look at the lilacs bloom why am I painting the living room? A pinhead evangelist pays for his sin With a five-dollar fine for a black-collar crime Kingpins of industry knowingly nod Just like Lake Erie, their 12% slime They wink at the president's too, I assume And here I am painting the living room I hear the blue birds sing Don't let the day go by Look at the blossoms blow Over the blue blue sky All with a wild perfume And here I am painting the living room Why am I painting the living room? 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 I have the whole in the day Cause it's a Saturday There is a blue Somewhere along the bay Look at the lilacs bloom Why am I painting the living room? I hear the bluebirds sing Don't let that day go by Look at the blossoms blowing over the blue-blue sky All with a wild perfume And here I am painting the living room Ah, yes, I can see how my tombstone will read Here lies somewhat of exceptional worth Though she did not do a lot for kind Or help hold together this crumbling earth here lies a woman, they're saying of whom Sure had a good-looking living room Why am I painting the living room? 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 
humorous songs with a serious message. I think it fits particularly well on that song, Why Am I Painting the Living Room, from Lou and Peter Berryman and their website, louandpeter.com. Questions about spelling come via nordenspiritradio.org. And as you said, Peter, the payoff sure had a good-looking living room. And I thought it was kind of humorous earlier on when I was talking to you. I think, Lou, you mentioned something about painting your house. Is this something you do a lot of? (laughs) It just happened to be, I think, around the time that that song came out, both of us had just moved into new houses, or rather old houses, of course, and both of us happened to be doing a lot of home remodeling and painting the living room featured a lot. In any case, what we really need now, though, is some more of Lou and Peter Berryman's music. Why don't we play the new one, Hieronymus in Salvador? Okay, yeah, this is, as Lou mentioned earlier, we're both frustrated visual artists, and we both like looking at art, and this song is about a method that we use to keep from going crazy by looking at particular art, and it's called Hieronymus and Salvador. And this one speaks to the idea that when you're really bummed out, you don't want to look here or see something that is all flowers and rainbows, that you really need something dark to reflect the dark thoughts you have. This is a pretty serious song to us because it talks about deep depression, and which both of us can be afflicted with. How you get out of that is, is a a clue we put in this song. Anonymous or Salvador by Lou and Peter Berryman. When you're shaken to the core, Hieronymus or Salvador. When your soul is frail and sore, Hieronymus or Salvador. When you feel you're all alone, stranded in the twilight zone, it's high time to Google for Hieronymus or Salvador. Man is strung on strings of harp while burning turtle turns on spear. Fish face pukes a string of bells and coins explode from rich man's rear. Village burns in dead of night as blue guy reads to spoonbill monk. Woman swoons from groping twigs while peacock pouch refuels a drunk. Oh gosh, Hieronymus Bosch. Oh gosh, Hieronymus Bosch. Crutch supports a floppy mask by butterflies for sails on ships. Bloodlight shines from high heel shoe near Davenport of May West lips. Jacket sags with bureau drawers as men emerge from earth like eggs. Watches flop on horse like tarp near elephants with stick like legs. Oh golly, Salvador Dolly. Oh golly, Salvador Dolly. When your troubles disappear, spend an evening with Vermeer. When your worries drift away, spend a day with Claude Monet. But when there is little doubt that you're finally freaking out, seek out one who's freaked before, Hieronymus or Salvador. Hollow corpse wears bagpipe hat by suit of armor, chewed by skin. Man rides nude on platform sled while smaller skaters crack the rink. Lovers lurk in oyster shell as songbird watches upside down. Bodies bob in murky pool and mill wheel turns in burning town. Oh gosh, Hieronymus Bosch. Oh gosh, 
hippopotamus bosh. Tigers leap from fish's mouth at noon with fruit by buzzing bee. Torso forms the nose and mouth as eyeball flops as half past three. Egg in hand becomes a man as atoms form a floating face. Goldfish swims in mannequin toward Voltaire in the marketplace. Oh golly, Salvador Dali! Oh golly, Salvador Dali! When you're lying on the floor, Hieronymus or Salvador. When you can't take any more, Hieronymus or Salvador. When you're wounded in the heart, hold the healing hand of art. Go online and Google for Hieronymus or Salvador. When you're wounded in the heart, hold the healing hand of art. Go online and Google for Hieronymus or Salvador. Hieronymus or Salvador is by Lou and Peter Berryman, website louandpeter.com. They're here today with us for Song of the Soul. Hieronymus or Salvador, I mean, I actually have to admit that I, of course, knew Salvador Dali's art. Hieronymus Bosch, I didn't know much about. I had to look up. He did. That's cool. <laughs> yes, well, you say something about Googling on it. And you actually yeah. did it. That's cool. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Do I get a gold star, I hope? Yeah, yeah you, get a co- you get a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> and now you mentioned back in Wart Days, W-O-R-T in Madison the Station, that they had to ban drinking and smoking because of you two that you you put yeah, it. Yeah. And, and you mentioned you stopped that, and you also mentioned along the way that you both had to deal with depression sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I don't think people would infer at all from your music. That yeah. That would not come to mind. I'm just wondering how the delightful, the humor, the quirky view of the world that you have how that dovetails with your either personal addictions and or challenges. I mean, it, it seems like two different worlds. Unfortunately, it, it is not in most cases. I think that the evidence of suicide and crippling depression among comedians is it's pretty widespread. And I think a lot of creative people, but maybe only just hear about the creative people, but Depression is really a hard problem for so many people in our world, mostly because there's a lot to be depressed about. But I think that just being alive makes you really wonder what's happening. (laughs) It's a big topic. One thing is, as far as my own personal mental health goes, my bigger problem has been debilitating anxiety and panic attacks, more so than depression. Lou has the corner on the depression market, and I take anxiety. <laughs> and between the two of us, we lick the platter. <laughs> but you can, well, the songs that we have played today might not, Hieronymus or Salvador, you can sort of feel it. And, and living room. And living room. Living room definitely is a song about depression, and definitely. We have songs that are more directly about freaking out and depression and anxiety and so on we, that we didn't play today but again we like the ones that are a mixture of everything just like a normal day is there's some anxiety some depression some humor some this and that so if you're looking for it i think you'd be able to find it 
you'd be able to find the depression and the anxiety in a lot of mm-hmm. our songs because yeah, it's a release. Writing about it is cathartic. So it's good for our mental health to actually write about it and talk about it through our songs. Well, I'm glad you're doing that. You've got one more opportunity. We've got one song before we have to hang up for the day. What's the last song? The, the one that's left is... good one to end with, too. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, to end your life with, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good point, <laughs> <laughs> it's called after life, life. After life goes by, and, and if you can't find something depressing about this, you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you'll be able to find something nuts about it. So well, there you you're go. really cheerful. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. <laughs> and this does really represent, I guess, maybe Peter, since you're responsible for the lyrics, your perspective, right? Of that particular moment that the song was written, yes. And generally, I would say, yeah, it does. Some people call this our Unitarian hymn. (laughs) It represents some of my confusion about things. I particularly like the phrase. I first countered it, I think, in Blood, Sweat, and Tears, uh, right? I swear there ain't no heaven, but I pray there ain't no hell. You've got essentially that same lyric in here in a different form. Yeah, Yeah. with my pooper scooper just in case. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's it's all about, you know, this is what I believe, but I wish I didn't believe it, or I hope I'm wrong is what what it really the song says. I, I believe something, but I hope I'm wrong. And before we got started, I was talking to the both of you about your religious spiritual background. And Lou, you said you grew up Lutheran. You had some experience there before you got to, uh, you're certainly not affiliated with anything right now. And are you both self-described atheists? I am. I think so. I think I'm, uh, I know that I... <laughs> I think there's a little doubt creeping in there, Peter. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the older I get, you know, the more dogs I die on me. No, but... You know, I would say overall, I'm not sure about anything, anything, but I don't think I'd be equipped to be on a panel to explain why there is no God, although I certainly believe that there isn't. My belief is that there's no intelligent uber-being that's watching out over things, because if there is, he's really a bastard. (laughs) (laughs) What? A stupid (laughs) (laughs) uber-being. That there might be, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think that listening to any of our music shows you that we really do try to keep a certain amount of optimism about the whole thing. And that believing in humor and believing in creativity and the healing aspects of art is really what we find the most satisfying in our lives. And what you might call, some people might call, the most spiritual aspect of our lives is really art. Right. Well, we're going to end up with a piece of that. It's called After Life Goes By. Lou and Peter Berryman have been here. I'm so happy to have gotten the two of you here. You're both delightful, both in the music that you perform and in person. The feeling is mutual. This has been an absolute pleasure. And again, we'd like to thank our wonderful pal, Stuart Stotts, for getting this rolling. Yeah. And thank you so much for doing what you do. This has been yep. a lot of fun. Our hats are off to you, and our hats aren't off to many people. So, <laughs> Thank you so very much. And, folks, we end here with After Life Goes By, Lou and Peter Berryman. LouAndPeter.com is the website, and I'm looking forward to hearing from both of you again soon. Thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thank you. And here we go. After Life Goes By. See you next week for Song of the Soul. Every indication is my spiritual foundation is on permanent vacation on the whole. 
Lord, get me drawing nearer, nothing's getting any clearer when I look into the mirror for my soul. Though up to now I've been a cynic and sarcastic to the core, my gray hairs make me hopeful that there may be something more. But when my heart starts evoking further scenes beyond my croaking, my old brain just thinks I'm joking like before. I believe there's nothing after life goes by. I believe it's over when we die, die, die. Others may be thankful their beliefs are strong. And every night I'm praying that I'm wrong, wrong, wrong. The trouble with my praying is I find it so dismaying that no one may hear me saying what I say. I should be a believer in a heavenly receiver, but I'm not sure of that either, by the way. And the problem of believing is you can decide you do. Not like how you decide you wanna paint your kitchen blue. Plus, whenever I try kneeling, flinging questions toward the ceiling, I get echoes back revealing not a clue. I believe there's nothing after life goes by. I believe it's over when we die, die, die. Others may be thankful their beliefs are strong. But every night I'm praying that I'm wrong, wrong, wrong. Now some have a fixation on their next reincarnation and believe we're in rotation here on Earth. That right after we expire, we're reborn a tubeless tire. Yet I hear myself inquire, what's it worth? For this idea that you return without your body or your mind And return without a memory of the life you left behind Has my poor cerebrum churning since the gaps within my learning Leave exactly what's returning undefined I believe there's nothing after life goes by I believe it's over when we die, die, die Others may be thankful their beliefs are strong but every night I'm praying that I'm wrong, wrong, wrong. Now some do think that later we'll be meeting our creator, that old prestidigitator in the sky. But if you talk to others, we'll be meeting with our mothers and our dear departed brothers by and by. If there be any truth to that, I had a dog I can't replace. And when I call old Hildy, she'll come licking at my face. Oh, it really would be super to rejoin that faithful trooper, so I'll bring my pooper scooper just in case. I believe there's nothing after life goes by. I believe it's over when we die, die, die. Others may be thankful their beliefs are strong, but every night I'm praying that I'm wrong, wrong, wrong. Every night I'm praying that I'm wrong, wrong, wrong. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.